0: Hey, Neck Nation, welcome. I'm Kit James. Austin Davis. We're here at the Neck Roots Ranch, just getting ready to send another message, and today we're talking about work.
1: Hard work, brother. I'm about yeah.
0: to turn my hat around backwards.
1: It is a it is a backwards hat kind of topic, isn't it?
0: I freaking love this subject. Absolutely.
1: Well, this is one that we covered a long time ago, but we think, you know, or we thought it deserved bringing up again, yeah. right? Because uh, there's so many examples around us of hard work, right? Yeah. And and things that we should pattern our lives after because i mean who who doesn't want to be known as a hard worker right kid bro i'll tell you what if it's
0: anything in this life if it's important it requires one common denominator and that is work
1: yeah absolutely
0: so that raise them up right you you teach them how to work man you do and you can't teach somebody how to work from the armchair you know what i mean you can't quarterback that you got to get in there you got to have grit you got to get dirty and and you know what God likes dirty
1: yeah it's an example kind of thing right yeah. for sure for sure well um just thinking about that there were a few people that came to mind as we were talking yeah, you got about a story. hard work yeah um in fact before we get to my story we got you know we uh, got somebody else that we know is is a hard worker don't we
0: yeah we do so a uh, friend of mine associate Mitch Roselle Mitch um, Roselle yeah I met him at the Garth Brooks concert when he came into town. He opened for him. Yeah, I remember that. This guy, I mean, he's good. He's been playing and and playing gigs wherever he can. And to get uh, from someone's front room into a gig onto a big stage like he was opening for Garth Brooks, bro, that takes grit. Oh, sure. And grit is something that you do whatever it takes. You grind it out, man. You pin it, you stay in fifth gear, and nothing stops you, right?
1: Exactly.
0: So for him... To be able to start getting his own shows, Um this year he was on AGT, uh, did pretty good on AGT. Uh, I mean, he's good. Yeah. Right? Oh,
1: yeah, he's good. I loved his songs when he opened yeah. for Garth. Yeah. I thought and it was
0: great. I think one of the best things about Mitch is he's humble. Oh, sure. Do you take a farm boy that's a grinder, a hard worker, willing to get dirty, willing to get in there and get after it? And, I mean, that's the true definition of grit and hard work. So, yeah. he doesn't give up. His back down button's broken, and I love that, man. He's neck. He has not forgot his roots, and he's going to grind it out until he gets to where he's going. Yeah. So, he's actually coming here. Um, he's coming to Utah. Um, okay. He'll be in Park City December 2nd at the Eccles, uh, the Eccles Center. Okay. Starts at 7.30. Doors open at 7. There and, you go. And you know what? We need to get out and support him because... He's, he's a, a grinder, dude. He's a grinder, yeah. man. He's neck, man. Yep. We got
1: to support our neck family, our 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 neck nation brotherhood, right? Absolutely. So awesome. let's get out
0: there and support Mitch and in, in yeah. his efforts. He's a good guy. He's humble and he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. So yep.
1: speaking of other hard workers, here that that story we were going to tell. I don't know if you had a chance to watch this. There was a movie going around. I think it was called like a something uh, a million miles or something like that. And basically, what what the story? A million miles away, I think yeah. it was. And basically what this story is, is uh, this little boy uh, came over from Mexico with his family, um, and uh, they they worked on these farms, dude. They, they picked vegetables and they picked fruits, and that's what they did. And, you know, he wanted something more for himself, and he aspired to be an astronaut, right, one right. day. And, you know, he ended up, you know, against uh, – not really against his family's wishes, but against all odds, right? And we've talked about – Everybody's, you know, got the same potential. We just have different opportunities, type right. deal. So, you know, he he didn't have the opportunities of being an upper class and going to college. He was super low class and figured out how to get to college anyway. Became an engineer. Went and worked for this uh, contractor, government contractor company, building lasers. And uh, you know, against all odds, he's achieved this. But his ultimate goal was to be an astronaut. And you know, he he applied twelve different times to NASA over twelve different years. To, to become this astronaut. And each time, you know, he would he would get these notifications back like, hey, sorry, you know, you didn't make it, the, these rejection letters, right? And he said, you know what? Uh, he was talking with his wife, and she says, what do these other people have that are getting accepted that you don't have? And he's like, well, they're pilots. They're certified divers. They speak Russian. They, they've got all these other things. They're in great physical condition. So you know what this grinder did, this guy? Started running, started working out to get in better physical condition. Went and got certified as a diver. Went and paid the money to take pilot lessons and had eight hundred flying hours under his belt. Right? Took an opportunity at work to go live over in Russia for six months and learn Russian and how that stuff works over there. Wow! Right? And all this time, this whole time, he's got like four or five kids, and they're all making these sacrifices for him to do this. Well, eventually, he ends up getting a, an, an approval from NASA goes over to be an astronaut and the guy ends up in space and it's just what an example of hard work like if things aren't working out for you the way they are now work harder yep right go do those things that you need to identify what changes you need to make in your life to
0: make these things happen and it's hard work like you said i love those stories i love any cinderella man story oh sure i love the underdog because you know what there's a lot of people that are more talented than this guy right sure but I mean, hard work will beat talent every time. Talent doesn't work hard. Oh, yeah, you know yep. what I mean. If you want a feather in your cap, you'd be the hardest worker in the in, in the room. Yeah, right. Yep, absolutely. And, and that's how that guy did it. And that's how Mitch Rosell, That's how he's climbing the ladder. That's how anyone gets where they're going is hard work.
1: Yep, absolutely. Right? Yeah, nobody. I mean, for for some people, we may think things are handed to them, and the the reality is is when things are handed to you. Uh, you don't have gratitude for it, just plain and simple. There's no gratitude in your heart or in your mind for what you've just been handed, right? right. Um, and it usually doesn't end up working out, right, if yeah. it's handed to you. If you have to work for it and learn and, and, you know, grind and grit and whatever it is, by the time you get it, like, you're prepared, yeah. right? And you're not going to let it go
0: because of yeah. what it required to get it. And, you know, along those lines, you're absolutely right because people always say, you're lucky, Right. Have you ever heard oh, that, oh, oh this I've guy's lucky it. or that oh, guy's yeah. lucky? People used to always say to me, man, you're like a cat. You always land on your feet. You're lucky. And I said, you're right. I am. The harder you work, the luckier you are. The luckier you are. It's just how it is.
1: That's, that's, the, uh, that's the formula.
0: Yeah. Hard work equals your luck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love it, Kit. Yeah. So I think what we were going to do here is, you know, we were going to reflect back on... Uh, on that original episode that we had, right? Let's watch that, it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Let's yep. go back and uh, replay that and, and bring those messages back to light. So. Yep. Cool. Let's do it. Well, I'm excited that we're talking about this today. It actually made me think back to um, a time uh, back, not my very first job, um, but one of my first jobs I worked at a golf course. Um, and. I was a cart attendant and a marshal and all kinds of stuff while I worked there. But uh, we worked for this guy. Uh, He was an Italian, and we called him the Italian Stallion Man. And this guy, he was strict. And when he wanted stuff done, you you got it done. Right. Um, At least from my point of view. And I worked with, uh, I don't know, maybe three or four other kids my age. And then um, some of the older gentlemen would work like the day shift. So we would work after school and whatnot. And one day, I was there on a weekend, and he's all like, I want you to go out to the 18th, the 18th hole, which was kind of close to the clubhouse. And he goes, and I want you to fill all the divots. And I'm just sitting here thinking in my head, man, there's got to be over 1,000 divots right. out there. And this is 400 yards long and 75 yards wide, right, this fairway. right? And he wants me to take this sand and grass seed mixture out of this five-gallon bucket and walk up and down this fairway and fill these divots in between these golfers. And so reluctantly, I went out and I did it. And, uh, and I'm just sitting there thinking the whole time, like, man, he would never ask anybody else. The Italian Stallion would never ask anybody else that works here. None of the other guys that I work with, he would never ask them to come out here and do this work. And so when I finished, it took me a couple hours, dude. That's a lot of area to cover. Yeah, it is. And uh, I walked back in there and I said, I said, hey, Italian Stallion, um, I said, why, why would you ask me to do this? Cause you wouldn't ask anybody else to do this. Why do you give me this kind of grunt work right. to do when I work so hard for you? And he goes, well, he says, first of all, you're the only one that would do it. Um, he says, I could ask the other guys to go do it and they would just sit out there in the golf course or in the golf cart for a couple hours, twiddling their thumbs and then come back and say that they were done and they would never have done it. And he said, secondly, and most importantly, you're the only one coming back next year. None of the other guys are getting invited back to work here next year. And it was kind of a cool thing to work at a golf course as a young kid, right? I mean, driving golf carts, driving tractors and all kinds of stuff. It was cool. So it was kind of a privilege and and it was a competitive – there was a competition to get those jobs. So. Um, I learned, you know, that was one lesson that I learned uh, about hard work early on. So I'm excited that we're talking about this today and bringing this to Neck Nation.
0: Oh, that's a great story. I've I, I've got several like that, and I think I was the same age when I went to work for a tire store, and they looked at me and bro, my nickname was half pint. I mean, I was small, right? And and so reluctantly, they gave me the job, and the manager told the other vice man, uh, the vice president or the 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 other co-manager, whatever. Yeah. He said, you hey, he ain't going to last, right? These tires are big. They're heavy. You got to break them. You got to do all these things. You ain't going to last. Let's just give them a shot, you know, yeah. whatever. And so I said, what's the first job? And he said, I need you to go get all the dead tires out of the bin, all the ones that were old and come off. And, yeah. and he goes, pull them all out. There's crap that's inside of them. It's made a mess out back in our dead tire bin and and, and pressure wash that whole area and then put them back. I mean, that's getting on, get, getting on the bus to get off the bus. So I pull the tires out. To put them back, right, Yeah. And, and clean that area. And so, and I was filthy. I mean, I was dirty, and it was hot, and the sun can was imagine, beating against that concrete, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and so it was hot back there, but I got it done, and, and I went, told the manager, I said, okay, Jimbo, what else? And he said, uh, looks pretty good. I said, yeah. He goes, you know, that garbage can stinks. I said, yeah, it does. Stinks bad. I've been out here working by it for the last two hours. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, we need to clean it. I said, you want me to clean it? And he looks at me, he goes, yeah, yeah, clean it. It's one of the big ones, one of the big dumpsters. Yeah, oh, man. And we throw all kinds of crap in there. Oh, dude. Right? So, dude, I was hammered down. I there jumped, you go. I jumped in there like I was looking for something to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I jumped in, pulled all the garbage out, went and got the cleaning solution, soaked it, cleaned it, scrubbed it, pressure washed it, and then pressure washed all the crap down, you know, into the drain and put it Put the garbage back in. Put a couple hangers in there. There's those little trees that smell good. You know? Yeah, there you go. And I went and got him. I said, "Hey, it's done." He oh, comes great. out. Yeah, looks at it, and he goes, looks at me, and shakes his head, and he's like, "All right." Well, fast forward six months later, I was I was a head mechanic and running in the back room. That's yeah. awesome. So the reality is, I think I, I I really look at it now, Austin, and it's like this generation we are. It, it, you hear the work smarter, not harder. Yeah. We hear, hear it all that. the time, right? Yep. And I think that's smart. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Let's get innovative. Let's work smarter. Let's figure out a more uh, expeditious way to get things done and, and, and have a process. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? Absolutely not. That's a lot like uh, plan your work and, and work your plan. Yeah. So, um, and, and I've done the same thing over business. I've been an entrepreneur for 27 years, and I've done a lot of different things, and, 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 and I'm still – You know, I'm still running. And I tell you, if you look back at all the different ventures and all the different things, there's failures, there's wins, there's a, you know, there's a whole bag of mixed, uh, you know, emotions in in that 27 years. But if you look and if I had to point at one thing that was that was my mantra or my badge of honor for a successful venture, it's hard work because I'm not the most talented person, but I guarantee you I'm going to outwork you. Yeah. And I'll say it right to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. There no
1: no doubt, Neck Nation, kit can <laughs> outwork just about anybody. So
0: Yeah, well I just that's just one of those things. If yeah. you, you if you can control something, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but when my head goes down and my tail goes up, I'm gonna win. Yeah. Right? Because I mean, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard.
1: Yeah, we've said that before. Yeah. When you that's see so all true. these
0: people in, in professional sports, some of them are wicked talented. Yeah. Could you imagine how far they would go if they plugged in a little bit of work ethic and pride in what they're doing to to that same process of their talent? Yeah, no kidding how much further you could go. Yeah, it'd be amazing. And even if you don't have the best talent or if you're not the smartest, if you put hard work first and you outwork everybody else next to you, I'll tell you what, you develop a talent. You do. And you develop the know-how and you develop those experiences. Because success, I mean, that's... That's where you're going, whatever you're doing, right? When when you started at the golf course and was I when I started as a youngster at the tire store or whatever, um, I mean, success was we got the job, we kept the job, and 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 we measured our characteristic from the work we did. Yeah. And 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 now as we get older, I mean it shapes and looks a little bit different. But the reality is hard work is what's got us where we're at today. And so I told the kids all the time: the way you do anything is the way you do everything, and it just gets repeated. But repetition is a mother of skill, and it's good to hear that because you can't be a hard worker and a performer in your job and be a sloth or
1: everywhere else. You can't.
0: No, it right? doesn't work. No, it, they don't go hand in hand. So it, it's a mindset. It hard is hard work mindset. is a mindset, yeah.
1: and it and it and it, ekes into, it doesn't eek. It it infiltrates every area of your life for yeah. the better.
0: It does. So being uh, – it's something that I'm very passionate about because at a young age, working and growing up on the farm, I'm telling you, dude, those hay bales, those 85-pound hay bales, they didn't – you got four fields of them and – Yeah, they don't move themselves. They don't. No. They don't. And then you you throw the first row on the trailer, dude, the second and the third and the fourth row, they get a little taller. It gets a little harder. Oh, it does. And you get a little more tired. Yep. That's when you figure out who you are. Yep. That's when your character comes out and you either say, This sucks, or you find the fun in it yeah. and you push yourself and you push yourself past that point where you're sore and da 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 and your mental is saying, Hey, dude, this isn't that much fun. But I look at some of the kids and um, you know, just in the in the neighborhood here at Neck Ranch and I look around and and you can see a real paradigm shift from when I was growing up working on the farm to today. It's like when there's an activity or a service project or something that's going on kids will look at it and say in their mind without saying anything mm, that's not, not my fine. Yeah. that my fun that's hard work yeah and so they won't go do the the wind blew all the trees down or whatever and they maybe that's not something that they want to do or they'll judge it based on how much work it is and and the reality is real satisfaction and real fulfillment comes from hard work. Yep, I love that you said
1: that because I was thinking about that. If you if you take a day and you spend your whole day doing something productive, at the end of that day you may be dead tired, but man, are you proud of yourself. Yeah. You've got a sense of pride about what you had accomplished that day. Yep. And that's all thanks to hard work. Now, you know, take the opposite of that. If you spend all day sitting on the couch yeah. doing nothing, and being unproductive and being lazy and watching TV at the end of the day, you're like, man, I didn't I wasted my whole day. And you don't feel good about yourself. So yeah. hard work, hard work is definitely um a a mental and mind and confidence and pride booster.
0: Yeah, you're right. And you know what 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 built the the promised land in the very beginning? I mean you hard work, right? Man. You can't if you if you can't you can't just wish for it. Yeah. You gotta work for it, yeah. Right? Our founders didn't roll in here and go, "I wish for this, I wish for that," and blow out their candles or whatever. It didn't happen like that. No, bro, they worked for it. They are grinders, right? They're growlers. Yep. What What do we gotta do? And they get it done. There was a story. Um, we were at a museum one time doing some, just studying the history with the kids, and there was a story about early pioneers, and and they were in a very challenging spot. Right, very very challenging spot, and that's why I just love our roots, man. I love remembering our roots because oh,
1: absolutely. here they
0: are in something that's virtually impossible. They're tired, they have nothing, um, they're 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 moving right, and and they're on the wagon train and and heading to a new place, and and they're all in there praying, 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 and one of the leaders of the wagon train comes up and says, "What are you doing?" And he said, "We're praying for help." Is that good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay." Well, you can't pray your way out of this situation. So get out and push. Yeah. Right. And it's such a strong message. Yeah. If
1: you're gonna pray for something in that situation, you gotta pray put for in the work. Strength. You yep. put
0: in the work. Yep. You put in the work. And the only place I think success comes before work, the only place is in the dictionary. Yeah. I mean, it takes yep. hard work. I mean, success is the reward. Yeah. Of hard work. Hard work's the price. Yeah. Right? And so teaching the kids how to work hard, it's tough, man. It is. It. it it's really hard.
1: Yeah. I know you and I have had these conversations because, you know, we've talked about, I've got young kids, you've got some older kids, and i talked to you about, you know, what do I do? How do I be a good parent? How do I How do I raise my kids so that they grow up and be yeah. as good as yours, right? And it's, it's hard work. If you want your kids to work hard, if you want your kids to be responsible, if you want your kids to... To excel in life, it's hard work on it your is. behalf in order to help them get there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I think hard work. Um, I'm going to talk about my kids in a minute, but because um, I am proud of them, they're hard workers, and and every time I tell them, man, anytime you go anywhere, find out where you go to do a job. Find out who the hardest working dude there is. Find them. Yeah. Watch him. Study him. And then do. 10 times more than him. Yeah. That's it. There's no secret formula, right? If that, if he's the bar raise that bar. No kidding. Right. But do it consistently, con- consistently. we going and working hard one time. Well, you didn't learn nothing. No, right. You, you learned, you had it in you that day, but consistency pays consistently working hard day in and day out. Even when you don't feel like it, then you're winning. Yeah.
1: And we, you know what? With with regard to consistency, we talked a little bit about what you know what causes people to work hard, and I think there's a, a correlation here. I don't want to say it's a causation, right? But between being competitive and working hard, I know you're competitive, Kit. You're super competitive. You're always, more, <laughs> dude. It doesn't matter what it is, Kit's got to win. I'm competitive too, yeah. right? I mean, racing dirt bikes, racing yeah. cars, whatever it is. I love to compete, uh, dude. If you talk to my mom about my dad and I, we. <laughs> It's it's always about who's yeah. who's the best. We're, we've competed with my with, – just the whole life is yeah. nothing but competition. But that drive to compete also drives hard work. And it's not it the only thing that drives hard work, but it certainly helps, right? And I've noticed that throughout my life is, you know, whether I was bagging groceries at Albertsons or whatever it was, right. I had to be the quickest bagger. Or I had to go get the carts the quickest or whether I was putting apples away in the in the produce. I had to have the best looking apple yeah. presentation. It just had to be the best. It just always had to be the best. I had to be the winner.
0: Yeah. So I told the kids second place, first loser, but yeah. not in a bad way. No. Right? It's competition breeds success. And you gotta learn to lose with, with pride. And and it's interesting because when my son started wrestling and I mean that picture of him on the wall right there where he's kneeled down. At a state tournament, wrestling tournament in front of everybody. Yeah. Hundreds of people there. And and uh, you know what? He don't care what people think. He goes and finds his power, whatever he's got to do to get ready to pin and win, he'll do it. Yeah. Right? And so, and raising them and watching them grow, I, I tell you, the first time he started wrestling, he came home and said, Dad, he's got this little thing, you know, he's six years old and he's got this piece of paper. And he goes, Read this, check this out. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yep, daddy liked. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's yep. go wrestling. Let's Let me... go. Let's go. You know, I, I didn't think you'd come this early, but yeah, let's do it. Sure. He goes, I want to try it. I go, you don't try it. Either do or you don't. Yeah. So do you want to do it? Yeah, I want to do it. I said, okay. And, and he did all right on his first match, but it was interesting because me and my wife were sitting there, and you know, my unicorn wife, dude, she's the sweetest, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. When he
0: beat the first kid, she felt bad for him. Yeah. Right. And then when my kid got demolished, Right. And his face is stuffed on that mat and he's he's eating the mat and, eh, you know, and she's she felt terrible. Yeah. She wanted it to end. She's like, no, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. I'm like, like, honey, it's not ballet. So just let it go. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, she felt so bad for him. You know, her mother's heart was going out for this little six year old, my son. And and she said, we got to say something to him. And I said, no, let's not say nothing is all you got to do is be there for him. And don't say a word. And she goes, why? I go, because I want to see where his mind's at, right? We got to yeah. see where his mind's at. Let's see where he's at mentally first, right? Then we can respond accordingly. You don't want to respond before you know where he's at. Right. And so he came over and he sat down and, dude, it was like, it was a Paul Harvey pause, dude. It took a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, sure. I put my arm around him. And I said, eh, hey, shake it off. You're all right." And just, just sat there quietly. Yeah. And he's got his head down between his knees and I, you know I got my arm around him and, and she's like nudging me, say something, say something. I'm like, mm, let's see what comes out. Yeah. Because if you want to know what someone's thinking, listen to what they're saying in moments like that, right? Yeah. And so finally pulled his head up and he says, dad, when's practice? Oh, dude, proud dad moment right there, man. Right? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, winner lose, He's a winner, dude. If yeah. you keep that mindset, he can be a hard worker, right? Yeah, and, and and he is—he's a hard worker. But does that mean when we said, "Hey, son, go do your chores," he was like, "Yeah, no problem." No, no, not at first. No, <laughs> dude, it takes time. It, yeah, and and it's a process. But there's a just an unbelievable satisfaction and fulfillment that comes from knowing, like really knowing in your soul that you're a hard worker. Yeah, right. No one can take that away from you. Have you noticed on these podcasts, Austin? That. Those things that are so important and so precious and mean so much, and I would like to underline them as priceless, they can't be purchased, man. No, they can't. You can't buy that. No. Right? So no matter how much money you have, you can't buy back time and you can't buy back special things like this. Like like Hard work is something, no matter what you're going through, nobody can take it from you. Yeah. They can't snatch that up. No. Right? So there's a there was a study that was conducted um with with a bunch of elementary kids and it really puts um it really puts your focus and attention on what is hard work and what does it do for us and and how does that fit into our emotional category categories right in our minds. Yeah. And so they took these elementary kids and they put 10 of them on one table, 10 on the other and they put this puzzle in front of them. And this puzzle was way out of their I mean, age group, it was a difficult puzzle. It was complicated and, it, it, I mean, it, real eccentric. I mean, really hard, right? Detailed. Gotcha. And so they put this puzzle in front of them and they told the one group, you work on this puzzle. And then there's another group on the other table. And they said, you're going to work on the same puzzle. And we just want to see um, how you guys come together as a group and figure it out. Yeah. And it was hard. They didn't get very much of it done. Well, they pulled the first group, group A we'll call them back into this room and they talked to him and they said, you guys did such a good job on your puzzle, even though it's hard and, and that puzzle's complicated and it's over your age group, right? And it's I mean, our expectations were, you know, a little high. And so, yeah. but you guys did so good for your age group. And the reason, and this is what they put into this group A's mind. The reason you did so good is because you're so smart. You guys oh, wow. just okay. get it upstairs, man, you're wired, right? You're smart. You're smart as a whip. So we want you to go back out there and celebrate that little victory of being smart. And we're going to bring you another challenge. And then they took the other group, group B back and they talked to them and they said, Hey, we know this was above, you know, your age group. And this was a hard puzzle." told them the same thing.
1: Yeah. Same story.
0: And they said, but you guys did so good. And the reason you did so good and excelled and, and, and got a lot of it done is because you're hard workers. Like, you okay. are just the hardest workers. This We've never seen a group work so hard. Keep up that hard work. I mean, you're just, and they pounded that into their head, right? Yeah. So the so group B rolls out of there, and they go sit down at the table, and there's new puzzle, and this one's a little harder, sure. even more okay. challenging than the challenging um, uh, puzzle that they had in front of them the first time. Okay. So they did it again, gave them a little bit more time, and they analyzed and watched the difference between group a and group b so group a they were working on it but they they, i mean some of them weren't all participating they were messing around and this and that and then they were they got distracted and they were chit-chatting about something else and yeah that didn't have a whole lot to do with the puzzle they're probably talking about the smarty pants dance because they're smart i don't know yeah maybe (laughs) they didn't tell us but Group B, the interesting thing is group B, the hardworking, um, group they, that they told was, Hey, you're the hardest workers. Yeah. They're over there grinding it out, man. They're in it to win it. And they're trying to figure out how to put this puzzle together. They're making their plan and planning their work. And these, this group, these guys are working on this. And then this kid's over here working on, on this next section. That's going to go with this section. And they got more of it done than they did on the easier puzzle and, and the whole, the whole underline of this study was this, the satisfaction and the confidence builder and the value builder that it gave to be known as a hard worker Yeah, was so beneficial, more beneficial than um, the other example. Th- does that mean uh, uh, hard work beats smarts, this, that? No, no, they're both important. They are. Right. But knowledge is the potential and hard work's the power.
1: Right. Right. We've talked about this where you can be the smartest guy. Ideas are great. Ideas yeah. are awesome. Idea you know, some of the greatest things have happened because, you know, somebody had an idea. But more important than the idea or just as important as the idea is the ability to execute the idea. And yeah. that is the hard work. I can sit down and, and think of, you know, hundred great ideas and at the end of the day, what do I have, kit? You
0: got a bunch of great ideas. I got a hundred
1: great ideas. Yeah. I don't have anything in my hand until I actually get to work and I go and build yeah. or or make something happen. So yeah. execution is where it's at. And it I know is. I think we've said that before, but
0: yeah, hard. I mean, hard work so important. And the the day and age that we live in now, everything is streamlined. Everything is faster. We're finding better ways to do things, and I think that's great. Innovation is awesome, right? Working smarter is awesome. I did it. I mean our our crew did the work of double the crew our size we there was a time when we were out um working for a batch plant and they had twenty guys doing the same you know two three hundred yards that we were doing it was two hundred and eighty yards We started an hour behind them and we were side by side because they wanted to make sure this plant was open we had to pour, pave all this this concrete and get all this worked and it was a lot of work right yeah we roll in there with five guys and and my son dude I'm telling you they 17 years old bro what kid shows up two hours away the job was two hours away from the ranch bro he shows up at four in the morning that means he He was was up up at 230 yeah yeah Yeah, he was he was doing the um comb his hair at 230 he threw a hat on but anyway (laughs) but i mean he had to get there yeah he had to be dependable but what's interesting is um and and that that morning was awesome because i'm like i wonder if he'll be a little bit late Mm -mm. no bro they learned but Here we are side by side, and it was a great comparison because we did work smarter. Did we work hard? Yeah, we worked hard. But we did add the machines that we had, the laser screeds that did all that heavy lifting and stuff. We motored through it. So I think it's important, but hard work never gets replaced, you know. And so, um, I mean, I started a business talking about the kids. I was sitting down, and it was really heavy weighing on my mind. How do I teach these kids how to work? Getting yeah. them to mow the lawn and, and do the chores around the ranch and this and that. And those things, they'll do them. That's great. But there's a difference between chores and work. I think so. Yeah. Dep- de- Dependability-wise. Are yeah. they the same to us parents? Absolutely, they're the same. But to really embed that ethical, hard work you know that to their characteristic to into their minds and to be proud of it and to make sure they understand the fulfillment that they feel and where it comes from right is tough it is it's
1: always a challenge and i think one of the differences too as you were talking about that is when you're doing your chores you've got responsibilities to yourself and responsibilities to your parents now we should always have our ourselves we should always take ourselves seriously we should always want to do things better for ourselves but in a situation where you're working, you've got responsibilities to other people, yeah, right? And right. there's that there's that sense of
0: pressure. And then that creates that sense of responsibility yeah, along with right. the hard work. So in trying to figure out eight years ago, they were at that age, man. They were yeah, there. They that's were, awesome. They were, how old were they? Yeah, they were 12. They were pretty and, young. Yeah, yeah, I remember 12, 12 and 10. Yeah, 12 and 10-ish. Yeah, you're right. 12 yeah. and 10. And I thought, you know what? I told my wife, let's set them up a business that that they own. Yeah. So they'll have a sense of responsibility, a sense of ownership, right? And I thought we would just do it in the summers. Oh, no, we went whiskey cat wild. (laughs) Did a full-blown thing, tractors, dump trucks, the whole deal, right? Yep. And, but man, the pride they took in it was unbelievable. And, And during that process of teaching them how to work and work hard, I would tell them the importance of going to bed early. They want to have a late night with their friends. Well, you can't take their their agency away. You can't take their decision-making away. You can't take the fun away from being a kid either. Right. Right. And so I was very, um, you know, I was very cautious about not making it just about work. So they resented it either. So I'd make sure they had their time to mess around. But when there was something important or a big job to do the next day and they wanted to have a late night, instead of me saying, uh-uh, that's a bad idea. I said, dude, it's on you, man. It's your yeah. business. Yeah, right? right. You know what we got to do tomorrow. Yeah. And there was only one time that I was pulling out of here, the old flatbed, the old night train was pulling out of here at 5 a.m. And they heard that turbo wind up. Wow. You know, and, yeah. they're like, and I knew they weren't up, <laughs> bro. They come motoring out of there, their belt in their hand, their boots in their hand. They're chasing the night train up the driveway. And I seen them. <laughs> But I just kept going. Yeah. Right? And and so they're texting, calling. I'm like, bro, sorry, man. We got to go warm up the rig, warm up the tractors, hook on the trailers. I'll see you on the job. Well, how am I going to get there, Dad? I said, go wake up Mommy. Oh. And so <laughs> that one time when they got to the job, right, the guys were heckling them a little bit, you know. And, and I'm sure. And my son walks up. He's like, sorry, Dad. I said, sorry, don't fix it. You know what fixes it, son? Yeah, be on time. Yeah. And if I'm counting on you, right? Just like you count on me. I said I'm counting on you. He's like, "Well, okay." And I said, "But I'm glad you're here. And I didn't want want to, you know, hammer on him too hard." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Having mom drive you to the job in a in a environment like that That, that's that's enough you don't have to say (laughs) anymore right right? (laughs) and so the guys gave him a hard time he's like yeah mommy get you breakfast he's like no (laughs) (laughs) but those lessons were so good yeah and and so valuable that they learned in in showing up and being on time and i'm telling you right now dude three four a.m you tell any 16 17 year old kid you got to be on the job and we're going to grind it out and we're going to get dirty and it's going to be a hard day be there on time, how do you teach that that's going to be exciting and to be dependable and to show up? You have to teach the fulfillment and that success and what it feels like to embody being a hard worker and using that as a badge of honor because it is. Anybody, any powerful person in in this earth around us, I don't care who they are, they have integrated hard work into their routine. Oh, yeah. Right? It's part of the success pattern. It It, is. It really is. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm proud of the kids. And you know this, Austin. It's. I didn't know. I told my wife. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm getting through to them. I really don't. But I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep giving them the life life lessons. And I'm going to keep grinding. And it hit me. You know, I can't quarterback. I can't armchair quarterback hard work into my kids. The only way I could go do it was by example showing them yeah so i'd grind it out yeah and that way they could see it it's monkey see monkey do dude i was their hero and so they'd see it and they're like me too yeah right and and you have to you got it you can't just say hey dad's busy dude one thing that's priceless again is time the kids know when you give up your time and you get on their level and you're teaching them something they might not act like it or say it but they know you're you're lovingly giving your time and, and, and your influence It means to the most It them. does. It means the most.
1: More than anything else.
0: And, and I don't want to read it because I'm going to cry like a baby. Yeah. But m- my kids, when they left the ranch, you know, and they're out on their own, dude, I'm telling you right now, my, and, and I was hoping that this would get through to them, and I was hoping that the day would come. And I got letters that say, Dad, thank you so much for teaching me the value of hard work. Yeah. Because I look around where I'm at right now and dude, the world's a bunch of cows, man. We're raising cows. Yeah. They ain't buffalo. They ain't working hard. Yeah. And he said, Dad, I'm the hardest worker out here. I'll never dishonor your name. And I'm working hard and I appreciate it. Yeah. And so, yeah, that they get it. Even when you think they don't, they do. But you got to be that example, right? You got to be willing to freaking growl it out yourself. And so, hard work, man. I'll tell you what, I don't care what your IQ is. What's your attitude? And are you willing, right? Are yeah. you willing to work hard?
1: You're going to get it done. So that's awesome. So, Neck Nation, uh, let's work hard, right? Let's put our heads down. Let's work hard. Let's take pride in, in, in our outputs, right? Let's, uh, Kit, you told me something. I got to share this with Neck Nation. Uh, we should be fighting and working as hard as the third monkey that was trying to get on, trying to get on the ark. Right? Hey. Let's let's work that hard. Yep. If you're gonna fight, dude, fight like the third monkey trying to get on Noah's ark. Fight like the third <laughs> monkey. So awesome! Well, if you like the message that you've heard today, be sure to like this video and subscribe, share the video. The more people that see this, hopefully, the more that we can bring hope and inspiration into their lives. But for now, bless
0: up, Neck Nation. Bless up, Neck Nation. Let's go.